What's going on, everyone? Here's podcast number seven with Matt Allred of Garage Bill Racing. <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining in and chatting about some stuff. You've had a busy week, huh? I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> Sometimes the racetrack will do that to you, I guess, huh? Especially Ducks Race. Yeah, I've never been. I want to go, though. It uh, seems like a pretty – well, it's massive, right? There's so many people and everything. The racing's incredible. Over 300 cars entered. Wow, that's insane. So, how far is that from you? Um, about four hours. Oh, it's not too bad of a trip, but a little bit. Yeah. Do you camp right there on the track? Yeah, uh, my boss has a toter that we stay in. Oh, real cool. So, uh, are you working in the? racing or does he just go down and enjoy it too or uh i i mean i wasn't racing i was working helping with the with my boss's car oh okay that's the red mustang yeah yeah that thing so what were you what class were you guys in down there uh no time 29 How, how'd that end up going uh it was okay we kind of went down there untested a bunch of brand new stuff and then uh tried to see what we could do Made it through the first round, second round, car went to the left, and it was up in the air, and he couldn't steer back, so had to get out of it, lost second round. Yeah, that's part of racing, I guess. The car, it looks like it moves out pretty pretty dang good. It so, runs- that's... <laughs> so how about that car behind you? What are you where are you at on that thing? Collecting dust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks good, though, man. Waiting on the motor. Uh, they're, they're putting it together now. Uh, I need a couple of packages are coming next week. Uh, package from Team Z, the rest of the stuff that I need to finish off the suspension, and then um, some more goodies from Doug at Motion Raceworks will be coming. And then it's almost there. It's not far off. Do you have a certain event you're trying to hit? or No, I'm just trying to come out as soon as possible. Sure. So. What uh, what are you gonna do with it mostly? Like, what, do you have a class you want to run, or just take it and play? Or um, it's not really built for a class. I might try and do some no prep stuff, some small tire stuff, and then uh, sure. we'll see where it fits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so the first combo was what? What was the first combo you had in the car? Uh, the first combo was a single turbo, LS stock heads, pretty simple setup. Uh, I had an 84 millimeter turbo on it, power glide, um, 355s with an 88 on there. It's just basic, super simple. Sure. And you ended up going fairly quick the first time out, right? That was kind of crazy little ordeal you went through. Yeah, I mean the first five passes, we almost stuffed it in the wall. <laughs> um, everybody was kind of telling me it's going to take a year to get it right and get all the bugs worked out. So. Um, I was kind of being prideful and trying to prove everybody wrong and the suspension wasn't right. So I was staying in it way longer than I should have. Um, basically, the anti-roll bar was screwed up. It was pulling to the right under a load. I kept steering left. And then whenever I let off, I was steered left and the load was no longer there. So it got a little crazy. And then uh, the eighth pass, we went 829 at 163 on the rev limiter on fairly low boost. And then you pretty much jerked the whole car apart, and then it's been years and not years and back to being years and painted. And 
Yeah, we uh we ended up going to Streetcar Takeover the following weekend after that. Uh, first time on radials. I actually got some used radials just so we can make the event. We ended up going there. Never been on radials before. The car was still fairly new. It only had eight passes on it. Um, and we were in Nashville. It's kind of a mediocre track. But uh, we ended up going 521 at 136 on 17 pounds, leaving pretty wow. soft. Yeah, that's pretty – what's what the car weigh at that time, you know? Uh, I think it was 2830. Wow, that's pretty light. I mean, I got an F-body. Yeah. The thing weighs 3,500, so I guess – that's yeah. that's pretty good for was the car really that gutted or is that just kind of what it came out to be um i mean it didn't have a back seat or pa i mean it had a uh, passenger kirky and driver kirky and it wasn't it didn't have like fiberglass or carbon doors or anything like that so there was still a lot of weight that we could have shed right on so is that uh the garage built car then is that or just i mean i know it's your your car but you try to use that as part of the garage built deal i know that's like from the build and everything of course but yeah um, i mean it has a long history with it you know it's kind of i was living in california and then my mom got diagnosed with cancer and i moved back and then i got to drinking a lot and was going down a path i didn't want to go down and i needed something to take my mind off of it so i wanted to find the biggest piece of crap i could find and i came across that car that actually had no suspension in it, no interior, no wiring, no nothing. It was just a bare shell sitting in the middle of the woods. And uh, I picked it up. I paraded it around town like it was something great. And everybody told me I should have just keep on going to the scrapyard and go ahead and scrap it. And uh, I just needed something that I could go out in the garage and do something every night. And I worked three jobs, and it took 13 months, but I got it together. Yeah, that's the passion about cars. I guess you'll do whatever it takes to go play and do whatever you need to do to get it done. But that's – I'm glad to see you got it back. That's pretty cool. I kind of went through that getting rid of it and getting it back, and it'll be – it's it's a whole different car now, though. It's insane. It, it's killer. It looks – Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I sold it to Tyson. I, I was tossing the idea to selling it. Uh, we moved, and uh, we wanted to buy a house. I wanted to put a down payment on the house. Now, I had a guy in Australia that was going to buy it, and I was like, man, I really don't want to see it go overseas. So Tyson was like, man, I'll buy it. So he bought the roller from me, um, paid a good chunk of change for it. And then whenever mom's cancer came back, she was uh, she was in remission for about a year, and her cancer came back. So uh, he decided that I needed to finish what I started. Um, I tore the car apart to uh, pay some bills and help my mom out. So um, – that was the real reason that we tore it apart. And then uh, just life happened, and it kind of sat for about a year and a half, and I sold it to Tyson. And finally, it can cancer came back, and Tyson's like, dude, you got to finish what you started. Uh, I already have a car. I'm just going to give it back. And I was like, what? Um, and he had already painted it, you know, got the Shonic front bumper. He did a couple things to it. Uh, so he had put some money into it, and – we figured it was about $21,000 total is what he had into it. And so when he decided to give it back, I was like, I got to make you a, a partner. So at least you can make your money back one day. Sure. So, sure. Uh, he ended up driving it all the way from Minnesota and uh, delivering it. And now we're trying to get it back together. And that, that's an awesome deal. And that's some of that. I, so how do you know Tyson is just, uh, 
really, we met online, uh, common interest in cars, and this is probably about 12 years ago, and he's always just been a, a good dude, and I know whenever we first, when I first was like tossed around the idea of trying to push garage belts to something bigger, um, he ended up buying the first hundred hats and was like, here you go, um, do big things. So he's always kind of been a little behind the scenes and represented and pushed stuff. And I mean, he's a, a highly motivated individual like me. So it kind of made sense to bring him on. Yeah, that's an awesome deal, especially when two people group up and it can I could, that's when big things could start happening too, just to to help take it off of all one person. But I know you've done, you're in and out on trying to push a bunch and then you get busy with life and that's what happens too. So, but yeah. So what, I mean, garage built, what was your kind of thought of that when you started? It was just to kind of document your build and do that kind of thing. Or did you have the thought of doing all the, like the clothing and the merchandise and stuff like that? Or, um, and about, golly, it's probably 2004, a group of buddies started a shop in California called Garaged Inc. And it was basically just some buddies that ended up, well, they are, we already built everybody else's cars and worked on everybody else's cars in our garage. And so they decided to team up and build a shop. And I was kind of a part of that. And they all just kind of moved on and went on to other jobs. And the name kind of always stuck because I wasn't, wealthy enough to pay people to just you know break out a checkbook and be like hey build me a car so sure. i always i mean from as little as i can remember was always taking stuff apart trying to figure out how it worked trying to figure out how to you know reassemble it and put it back together so um i've always just worked on my own stuff it was cheaper and i couldn't afford to pay anybody so every time i did something i always wanted to you know make it look nice and figure it out and I wasn't scared to go out in the garage and just mess up I was I mean I figured I could go out and screw something up twice before it would cost me more than going out and paying somebody um sure. and then at that point I would know how to do it from then on so uh just kind of stuck and then I built my new edge car and it uh I decided to make some shirts for my buddies we made like 50 shirts and they sold like hotcakes. And the very first ones just said garage built racing on the front. And on the back, it said run your car, not your mouth. And then uh, on the very bottom, it said not sponsored by mommy and daddy because I was about <laughs> 21 at the time. And I had a fairly quick street car. Uh, and everybody sure. thought my parents would help me out. But I was, you know, a firefighter at the time. I, I bartended on the side and I built my own stuff. Um, and then it just kept growing from there. People started noticing. People kept asking me to work on their cars and Next thing you know, I was working on other people's cars, and then it kind of stayed like that for a few years until I started making more shirts and just kind of selling them on Facebook. And then uh, we were actually at Donald Long's race. Uh, I think it was No Mercy uh, probably about three years ago. And uh, they're like, dude, you need to make a website. And I was really hesitant, like, oh, I don't know. You know, what if I spend all this time and money building a website and it just doesn't do anything? It doesn't go anywhere. So I was really hesitant, and then I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll do it. So I, I, I left Ducks, I went home, and I spent about four and a half hours, I built my website. And uh, the first night, we had 98 orders. Holy cow, and, that's crazy. Um, so then it just kept evolving, man, and we shipped to every single state in the country, and then 
ended up shipping to seven other countries. So uh, got a big following in Australia and and overseas. That's pretty cool. What do you what do you think's gotten the Australian attention? Um, I don't know. The first customer runs a page over there called Two Mental, and uh, he has a just a big burnout car. And he called and he said, "Hey man, will you ship to Australia?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I will. It just depends on shipping." And uh, he bought a bunch of stuff and ended up wearing everything uh, in a magazine article that they did, and it just kind of grew from there. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So. <laughs> what are you in your do you have a shop there is that at your place it's my, my boss's shop oh, okay that's cool man so keep the car there and all that do you have a shop at your house or plan on doing one or uh i have a uh like 24 by 30 shop detached shop behind my house but i'm up here during the week to work so um i just work on it after i get off work Sure. And then on the weekend, I relax. <laughs> yeah, try to, huh? Some family time. Yeah. You, man, you got a you got a pig, right? I do. <laughs> Hammy. Yeah. What uh, what was the what's the little story behind that? That's that's uh, my story. wife allergic to uh, dogs and cats, and okay. pigs are the next thing, I guess. So we <laughs> we decided to get a pig. She's super smart. Acts just like a dog. Oh, really? Oh That's yeah, she has her own doggy door, and uh, she's potty trained, and she come, comes and goes. She pleases, and um, she won't go to the bathroom in the house. She knows how to sit. She'll come when you call her. She knows how to go in circles. She's a badass. <laughs> that's crazy. I saw you guys. I was like, man, that's insane. But like, that's part of it. It's something different. Never. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, you're the only person I have on Facebook that has a pet pig that I see anything about. So. <laughs> But that's kind of what you've been all about, doing something a little little different, a little outside the box with uh, the car or the pig, or even uh, I watched your videos about the little little tuggy boat that you made a couple, yeah. what, probably two years ago. That's some yeah. good stuff. So, so what uh, what's the plans for Garage Bill? What do you want to do with it? What do you what do you see coming forward? Do you have anything coming down the kind of the line? Or um, I don't know. I mean. It's kind of like, honestly, I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into the garage built the whole time. It's just kind of evolved and done its own thing. So, um, I mean, we plan on trying to do more uh, sponsoring smaller events and stuff like that, trying to help some uh, some of the smaller guys that are trying to promote. Uh, really probably bring more apparel. We're getting more into part sales. Um, yeah, I've seen that kind of distributor. Yeah, I've been doing uh, Team Z stuff for, I don't know, probably seven years. Um, huh. But it's really just getting bigger and bigger, a lot more people. I mean, just at Donald, I was at Donald's Race and probably put in 12 orders while I was trying to do all that stuff. And then uh, we've been selling a lot of those M&M shifters. So they seem to yeah, be those super nice pieces. Yeah. So, so you're I'm doing... We mainly do a lot of tech support, man. We, we sell a lot of suspension stuff. It's okay. Um, we do a lot of suspension stuff and uh, try and help the customers get their cars set up and, and help them out and give them some tech support and advice. Uh, just trying to help people, man. That's all we want to do. We want to help others go fast. 
Zurich, yeah. What the, so when you're down, it lights out, I guess, what are you you're trying to help other people as well or kind of just your, your boss there with his stuff or just being support, just enjoying the racing? Or when you go to an event, um, what I mean, your thing? Like Ducks Race, I was there really to help my boss. But, you know, whenever I had time, I, I stopped in, saw some of the people I know, some of the customers, and uh, not really – I just kind of gave my opinion on a couple things, you know, a couple guys were having issues going down and um, just kind of tried to help them get down. I mean, they ended up going down, but I don't, whether that's my advice or something they did, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's it. It does help to get somebody else's opinion on stuff. And then you're out there uh, racing your little scooter. Yeah, we were out there with the scooter tearing it up. We couldn't find any other scooter on the property to mess with us or any golf carts, so we had to take on a, a aftermarket, like, stage three turbo Can-Am 1000. I saw – oh, okay. I saw that video where you, what, you gave you, gave you a few lengths, and it was it's pretty close at the end. It was. <laughs> it surprised him. I mean, he was racing golf carts and making them look like they were reversed, so I had to try and step up and, and, and do something. So he gave me four in the hit. And, uh, I mean, a 50cc scooter versus a Turbo 1000, he, if he would have launched in two-wheel drive, I would have had him, but he was launching in four-wheel <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. What, what do you think about Ducks Race? I've never been. Um, it looks crazy. Is it, like, one of the things you look forward to? Or I know there's a lot of some of the stuff people don't know is there's things like that going on all the time, right? It's kind of a party the whole time you're there is what I've kind of heard. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time, man. You see a lot of people that you don't get to see all the time. You, you might only see them once or twice a year. So when everybody goes to Ducks Race, it just – it's like a, a family I, – I call it my family reunion. Like, literally everybody's there. You're having a good time. You're watching racing. You're watching the fastest guys in the country go down the track. But, you know, it's a lot of fun watching the racing, but it's also a lot of fun to be in everybody's pits and talking and checking out cars and – you know, cutting up with your buddies. So it's a really good time. I mean, it's definitely not like any other race you've ever been to. Sure. Now, I, I definitely, I'd like to try to make no mercy, if not lights out again next year. From from where I'm at in Colorado, it's a little bit of a trip, so it's got to be planned out quite a bit. But uh, I, I definitely, that's yeah. a bucket list thing of trying to make that race and hit that stuff. So um, if you guys have any questions, throw them in too, uh, if you would, for Matt and I. Please share this around so other people can uh, jump in here with us. And but what? So you have your Facebook page is pretty much your main thing, right? You do quite a bit on Instagram or any uh, other pages. Like ten thousand followers or something on Instagram? Not that many. There's like 125 on uh, Facebook, and then we do like my Snapchat that I use for Garage Bill. It's also my personal Snapchat, so. It might be some of the pig, and it might be some of the cars. So it's just a little bit of everything. What, where can, if people want to follow you, is it Garage Built on everything, or what do you what do yeah, you kind of have that? It's Garage Built Racing uh, on Instagram, and uh, the Snapchat's M All Red One. It's just my name, M All Red One, um, and then Facebook is Garage Built Racing as well. Right on, man. So. What's the new combo? Are you is it top secret or are you uh for the car? <laughs> it's not really top secret. Um it's just a basic uh six oh block 
385 cubic inches, uh, LS aftermarket 11 degree LS3 heads, R RCI intake manifold, um, 88 millimeter turbo, power glide, and a 9 inch. Okay, so like my car, it's got a power glide 9 inch 408 stock block deal with trick flows on it. Um, I had a little bit of an issue with it lifting the head at around 20 pounds. What do you like? Are you going to try to make, are you trying to do something where you make a crazy amount of power? Or are you just trying to make a good combo work or what's your, um, just cost wise? Cause once you go to an aftermarket block, man, the cost goes up so crazy on everything. It's seems yeah. to at least, uh, Martin at custom performance racing engines in California is building the motor. Um, we're doing the 625 custom aged head studs. Uh, okay. Uh, I can't remember what head gasket he said he's putting on it. And then the 11 degree heads that we're putting on has a thicker deck. I think we'll be able to push about 38 pounds of boost. Really? Yeah. That's... It'd be, it's kind of similar to Barry's uh, setup in the blazer that just made like 1,325 horsepower to the wheels. Okay. So How's he end up? Did he get down at lights out or? Um, no, he had issues. Uh, he, he fought like crap to, to get it all figured out i think he ended up going 595 or something but that car's gonna fly once he gets it uh set up sure absolutely no that'll be a that's a cool blazer man that thing's it's something different for sure what uh what else you got man what do you, you want to talk about anything you got things coming things going anybody Tyson, you want to talk about? I'm trying to get out as soon as possible um it's kind of cool you know He's got a single turbo mod motor, and I got a single turbo Ellis set up. So we're going to feud a little bit. Uh, we, we joked around and said that every streetcar takeover that we go to that has a LS ver LSX versus mod, we need to be in the finals against each other. Okay, that'd be awesome. You guys need to uh, come to streetcar takeover Denver. <laughs> He's wanting me to go to uh, – all these events in Kansas, and that's about a 16-hour drive for me. Yeah, yeah, it's can't, that's about another. It's about uh, eight for me. So that's I know Danny's doing the LSX versus the World deal, and then uh, the streetcar takeovers. Those are all over, man. That's Florida to shoot California, probably. I don't know. I know that they're going to Arizona too, but yeah, they are. Yeah, so those are man. Those events have grown so crazy. Are you? Yeah. We've been with them Did since the very beginning, man. So. And, and uh, I've always supported their events. I've always tried to go to as many as I could. We set up at a lot of them. Um, as, I mean, if it's within about 12 hours, I try and make it to all of them. Uh, good group of guys, and it's it's pretty awesome to see how much it's grown since the very first year where it was just kind of crazy, and they were learning so much, and it was just a big cluster and I mean it's crazy that people still talk about how big of a cluster it was for their very first year but it's it's definitely come a long way it's gotten a lot more organized and it's just completely grown to something astronomical I mean the amount of turnout is just crazy and now you know they keep getting bigger and bigger and more sponsors and it's it's really cool to see them continue to grow each year yeah it, it, and they're good events man and it pertains more to like what you've built or what you're building and what I've built and those kind of street car, but not like they have the unlimited class, but that's definitely not their kind of their main class. It's that street racer where they drive them and 
do all that stuff. So that's, well, and the roll racing is something different too. At the beginning of each of the events that they do something really fun. Right. It's cool because they do that little meet on Friday nights. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to go. Everybody's all in one little area. You get to hang out, get to check out a bunch of awesome cars, talk to people about their setup, show it off. You know, if you want to get on the dyno, you can do that. You can eat. It's just really cool that they have that, you know, social event before the race because you know when everybody's racing it gets hectic it gets crazy everybody's busy everybody's trying to make passes so to be able to just go hang out eat a meal drink a beer and you know bullshit with somebody it's it's just it's a cool little event that they do yeah for that's i almost look forward to some of the event to go to the night meet more than i do the race in the next day because it's just it's that atmosphere just everybody hanging out and checking out cool cars and everything for sure so what's the closest <laughs> what's the uh, closest track to you down there is it sgmp um, I, or? there's a there's a track here in atlanta and then uh middle georgia is probably 40 minutes from my house and then sgmp is about three hours okay and then uh i guess drag week's going to be kind of in your neck of the woods here this year too it's looking like yeah it, it's south carolina i don't know if they dip into georgia well, for me, it's in your neck of the woods because you're way over there, but it might not be as close as I'm thinking for you. But uh, I thought about trying to do that at some point, try to do the, the whole drag week, race week, something in that, really go drive the car, prove that it is a true, true street car. Have you thought about doing anything like that? Um, I've thought about it. It's just we're so busy at work, it's hard to take, you know, a week and a half, two weeks off and travel. Yeah, no, that's – it's a ton of vacation time and the, the cost of it's seven nights in a hotel racing and hope to hope you don't break something along the way. And you got to fix a glide in the parking lot of some auto exactly. zone or something. That'd be terrible. So. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. It's anybody... going to be a big year, man. Um, we got the car back and uh, a lot of people just started reaching out and wanting to be a part of it. And this is the first year that I've actually had a bunch of sponsors um team z stepped on board they've always kind of been a part of my program but not like this year this year's totally new uh they're sending me a bunch of goodies uh doug at motion race work has been just awesome he's got yeah. awesome parts great prices and just the best customer service um he's just a card man he, he's just a car dude that's he just enjoys it like his post from this weekend he just he's having a ball and then I've talked to him back and forth about some of the direct injected stuff and he gets right back to me. He's a super cool guy and an open book with any questions or anything that he's done. And yeah, it's people like that that really truly make the, make the sport great that are just out there trying to have fun and push it for, for what it is, not trying to just create issues or drama or any of the other crap. Just want to see everybody go fast. Like you're saying, you just go around helping anybody you can, if you could, or, that, that's what it's all about, for sure. Doug's Doug's a super cool dude. I talked to him. So anybody that's watching, I'll end up having Doug on a show here, here in the next probably few weeks, maybe sooner. I'll talk to him and get a good date for it. But that's uh, one of the reasons I want to go down there is just hang out and talk to you guys and talk on the Internet or see what everybody's doing. But I'm a little right. out, of, out of the space there. But uh, all good people, for sure. And it seems like, I mean, 
all the internet people, right? You guys, the streetcar guys, um, Danny at Worldwide LS owners. It's just, it's kind of a good group of it's people. Just, it's a little bit more internet related, I guess, for some of us. So, Yeah. What else we got? Got any questions? You guys got anything for Matt? If uh, you guys can hit up your website's what? Garage Built Racing? Is that the website? If they want to go check yeah. out your merchandise or uh, if do you have parts on there from like Team Z and the shifters, they need to contact you directly. Um, yeah, I mean, the sh I have the shifters on there uh, and then Team Z parts. It, there's just it's so many different options. Um, I'm actually working on putting together a package that uh, I'm going to put together on my website, a complete package front to rear for a small tire car where basically you don't have to piece anything together. Uh, the only option that you would change is obviously whatever K member you want. Um, but it's going to be K member, a arms, all the steering components, coilovers, rear suspension and everything. I'll be, I'll be putting together a video for that and uh, working on getting that on the website here shortly. Cool, so definitely working on some some things. That's what I saw kind of Doug doing. He's kind of piecing together some aftermarket parts and everything that it's it's just a done deal. You can order it and you're just done because you just got a fuel system from him, right? I did. Um, and, like, that's the thing with Doug, man. He just – he sees a void in the market and fills it. I mean, he just – people have needs and he just – he goes after it, man. He's not scared to go make something and make someone else's life easier. Uh, the biggest problem is, you know, there's a lot of stuff like just like the fuel system. You know, it can be confusing. It can be very intimidating when you're trying to figure out what you need exactly and how many, you know, feet of hose or what bends you need and what fittings and what fuel pump and what regulator. So when someone makes a package like that where you just say, hey, I mean, the most common thing with an LS is about a thousand wheel horsepower. So when Someone puts together a fuel system that says, hey, here's a 1,000-horsepower fuel system, uh, everything you need. Here you go, one kit. To just press one button and buy it, I mean, that just saves so much time of figuring out what you need and piecing together. And, like, I, you know, I did a video on this fuel system. The first time I ever built a fuel system, I mean, I had a pen and paper, and I went and I tried to map it all out. Well, Nine times out of the ten, you'll start running your fuel system, and you're like, oh, man, I'm missing a fitting. And now you yeah. got to order it and wait and then get that. You might get farther, and same thing. You'll be missing something else. So it's definitely nice when he puts together little packages like that, that the user, all they have to do is just click once and put their debit card information, and they're taken care of. They don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, that makes it super nice. I didn't even realize until you posted the video that it was even like labeled this fittings for this part and this. It's not here's four nineties and figure out where they go. It's truly labeled front to rear, and that's that's a pretty cool deal there for sure. Oh yeah, but we've just been trying to do some videos and stuff on you know parts that we use, why we use them. You know, a lot of people have questions on different things and. You, you might look at a picture, but you can't see the actual product and how everything works. So it's just kind of cool to, to be able to show everybody, hey, this is exactly, you know, you, know, you see his fuel system on the, the Internet. But until you buy it, you won't know that it's individually labeled and, and stuff like that. So it's cool to do like a, an outside source video that's unbiased, you know, what it's 
most of the videos we do, it's parts that we use, and we use them because they work. So it's a fun little okay. thing. What what uh, EFI system are you going to run on the new car? Do you have that figured out yet? Yeah, um, Fast actually approached me, and uh, we just decided to put a Fast system on it. It's a, a Fast XFI 2.0 with traction control. So sure. uh, they came on board for this build, and we're gonna we're gonna try it out and see what we can do with it. Cause you, what did you have before the Holly? I had Holly before, yeah. Yeah, that's what I ended up having. I put on mine. It's pretty user friendly, but uh, it seems like they all pretty much do the same thing. And I mean, it's tuning in engines, what it's doing, but that's pretty cool with the, if you're going to do the no prep, you think you'll try to use the trash control. It's, I hear that's kind of back and forth on to use it or not to use it. Uh, it just depends. Um, they just, they sent that and we're going to put the G meter in it. And you can oh, learn a lot. Cool. So, um, It'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll just have to try it. I don't know. I've never used it before, so um, we'll give it a shot and see what we can do. Did you do some of the tuning yourself, or did you have some help tuning it or the first time around? Uh, I had some help the first time, but me and my brother ended up going out and, and changing the tune a little bit ourselves. Uh, it was fairly easy. I mean, this time around, I plan on learning a lot more and learning to be able to tune my own stuff, because that would definitely be a, a huge help, but... Uh, Matt Kaiser, or Kaiser, however you say it, out of Washington, actually flew to LS Fest and tuned my car while we were at the track. So that's when it went the fastest. That's pretty cool. That That's the craziest thing with some of the internet stuff is like that. The guy from Washington can show up and help you, and you'd know him. And he he's actually, I think, selling that car, but that, that's a wicked build that he did on his. Yeah, on it his is. Car. I think he has a bunch of Team Z stuff too, right? You know, I believe so. Yeah, it was cool. Like LS Fest was just a big group of guys from really all over. I mean, uh, you had Matt from Washington and then I came from Alabama and uh, I had some guys in my, my crew that were from Florida and then another guy in my crew that was from Tennessee. So it was crazy to see all of us who are friends on the Internet. We all showed up to one event and worked flawlessly through everything. And it was like we had been working together for years. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. I, LS Fest would be cool. Uh, I think Bowling Green, I think that's the one to make. I think Bowling Green's the one to do. Uh, Vegas is a little closer, and it's Vegas, so I wouldn't mind trying to make one, but we'll see. I'm trying to work on my new build and do all that different stuff, so I'm like, well, I don't know if I'll hit any of those this year, but LS Fest, there's a lot that ties to it as well, I guess, with the uh, Hollies they're helping with. Uh, they give tuning classes there during that event, and it just seems like there's yeah. a lot going on for that whole. It, it's not just drag racing, right? No, it's everything. It's like autocross, drag racing, roll racing, drifting. Oh wow! Yeah, so that'd be two, three day. Do you know? Uh, I think it's a three day event. Yeah, so that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind mind going out there and checking that out. So it it almost be cool to have. Uh, what's that? They have autocross, too. I forgot about that. Yeah, it'd be cool to almost have, uh, like, if all the kind of drag racing, Facebook, YouTube, social media people could almost get together and have, like, a little event or something like that. Like, they kind of, I guess they did something super, they did something like that with YouTubers on, uh, like, a road race, half-mile deal or whatever, but 
something like that would yeah. be kind of cool down the road with try to get everybody together and all go play with cars and something like that would be cool. Uh, Gary, it's LS Fest is what we were talking about. Out in, uh, they have two of them. It's Bowling Green and then Vegas. But Vegas is just going into its second year. Yeah. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson sure likes to uh, – he likes his mod, uh, mod motors for sure. He <laughs> does. Uh, the guy that was building his motor was actually at Duck's Race, and I, I had to give him some crap. I walked up and asked him if it was LS swapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, that's kind of your thing though. You've done a lot of LS. I don't, I don't know of any other way to go really. It seems to it, work. It's simple. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. Uh, you know, my end goal is definitely big block and twins or big block with pro charger. I mean, I want a lot of power. Um, True. but I mean for 1200 horsepower and below, it's really the way to go. You're not going to make the horsepower that you do for the dollar, um, like you can on an LS, you know, after about 12, 1300 horsepower, then it gets more expensive and you could really build anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What, what K did, did you end up putting in the car? Is it started to 750 or 650? It started to 650. Okay. So you could pretty much take that car as far as you want to take it then from here. Yeah. So ultimate combo, what would you put in there? If you could, Put anything right after seeing everything it lights out what would you what would you go with i don't know i mean i i've always wanted like big blocks uh, a big block with twins but after messing with the screw blown stuff it's uh it's definitely addicting <laughs> they're they're not running any efi on some of them right but not it's all mechanical it is yeah, I know. I know. Proline tried something with a EFI on a blower deal, but I didn't know if some I'm other people sure. had adapted that or not. Really, I don't know. I know Timmy's is mechanical, and that's what we use. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, crazy. That those are tuned versus you know everything else. Right? Are you starting to kind of pick up on that and understand that oh, whole? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What do you see as the struggles or difficulties with those things? Um, I mean, we've gone pretty fast and pretty reliable, you know, we've made lots of rounds with it. Uh, I would definitely say it's more maintenance, you know, you're replacing rods a lot and, uh, you know, the aluminum rods only take so much and it's mainly, you know, they're solid push rods. So you have to lube them every time. Basically every run we pull the valve covers, we check we run the valves, we check everything, and then uh, pull everything up, lube them up with Lucas and put it all back together. Every couple runs, we'll pull a pan and check the bearings. Um, but it's pretty neat. I mean, that blower makes like 40 pounds of boost on the line. Oh, wow, that's insane. So it's completely <laughs> opposite from a turbo. You know, you, a turbo, you, you make a little boost, then you ramp it up, make a lot, whereas this makes a lot, and then it makes just, you know, a little bit more at the end of the track, maybe 10 pounds more. Um, but you're tuning with basically fuel and timing versus boost. Sure, sure. So you, to like try to lose the power, whatever, you just rich fatten it up and... Fatten it or, up and pull all the timing out of it. And then as you yeah. go down the track, you're putting timing back in, and then you lean the shit out of it. 
<laughs> so also oh, that's like the high speed needle and all that stuff, right? You're kind of getting into more of the mechanical. They have the the high speed or the top end jet, I guess you'd say. You basically have like a loop jet, you can tune with it, and then you have your main jet, which you change pretty much all the time depending on the DA and you know how the track's doing. Um, and then you have lean outs, which are basically solenoids that open up and put fuel back. So the more you the more lean outs you turn on, the more fuel goes back to the tank and not to the motor, and then the leaner it gets. Yeah, that's that's a trip. That's a whole different whole different deal there. <laughs> oh yeah. When I first got in there, I was like, "What is this? I have no idea what I'm looking at." Where's the laptop at? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you use the laptop to tune for you know the timing and everything, I but as far as it goes, it's mechanical. Does that have like a grid on it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, sure. And that even that stuff's came a long ways through all the uh, EFI and everything. Even the mechanical cars still have quite a bit more technology in them and everything. That's seems like what I'm the most surprised about is how many rounds the nitrous cars can go when they're out there. It's yeah, I mean they might be putting pistons. They might be putting pistons in it every round, but they can go. <laughs> <laughs> Was there some of that going on down there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess you get good at uh putting new parts in to go rounds, but if you're going rounds, I guess that's all that matters. I mean, when you get to going that fast, like if you're running at that caliber, you're going to be replacing parts. I mean, you're just at the edge of everything. So, um if you're trying to go as fast as humanly possible, you're going to be prepared to work. Sure. How, how many passes did you guys make all, what, four days? Three or four days? Um, like five or six. I think six. Oh, not, not a lot. No. So then you don't, because rods are what, like every 20, 25 passes? Yeah. Something in there. About that. Yeah, as of right now, I'll take all my LS stuff that I can just go beat on and drive around, but. It'd be cool to make that much power, but man, the, the amount of, that's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And that's if you don't break anything, it's a lot to deal with, let alone really breaking something. So, Oh, yeah. I don't want to cut this too short, but I think I have less than 10% of battery. <laughs> no problem, man. I appreciate you getting on here again, guys. If you haven't, uh, make sure you go check out Matt's page, Garage Belt Racing, Garage Belt Racing on Instagram. Uh, really cool merchandise. Just support him. I appreciate him coming on here and hanging out and chatting with us. We'll get you on here again in the future, buddy. For sure. Maybe I'm in this turd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me know. Or I'll, I'll be watching. I'll keep an eye on it, and we'll uh, we'll for sure do something for it. Sounds good. Cool, man. Have a good night. See you. All right, you too. Bye.